This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Tuesday, April 6th, 2021. I'm Mark Boulanger. Members of the LGBTQ community around the world face ongoing discrimination, but they are fighting back in many ways. The labor movement is helping by supporting LGBTQ organizations and publicizing their issues. As an example, the Solidarity Center in the United States has produced a podcast about the LGBTQ community in Nicaragua. The Solidarity Center is the largest international labor rights organization in the United States. The podcast was hosted by the executive director of the center, Shauna Bader-Blau. Around the world, discrimination and exclusion violate the human rights of LGBTQ individuals and prevent full access to education, health care, and employment. Today, we're going to focus on Central America, where LGBTQ people face barriers to decent work that often results in poverty and human rights abuse. For transgender people, just being honest about one's gender identity or expression can lead to harassment, abuse, rejection from your family, and job loss. The inability to fully participate in the workforce perpetuates economic inequality, and it undermines democracy. My guest today is union activist and leader in Nicaragua, Francia Blanco, who is working with transgender domestic workers through the Nicaraguan Domestic Worker Union Federation, Fetra del Move. Transgender domestic workers in Nicaragua report being paid less than poverty wages that are all too common across the sector, forcing people to work only for meals and a place to sleep due to lack of employment opportunities. Transgender people say they are often rejected by their families and forced to make their own living from as young as 11 years old. But the LGBTQ community in Nicaragua, estimated to be 600,000 people, is active, organized, and has achieved important legal protections, most notably the creation of an LGBTQ ombudsperson in the current government administration. Today, we're going to be learning about a Nicaraguan domestic workers union of exclusively transgender domestic workers formed to ensure that these workers have the space and representation to advocate for their priorities, raise visibility around their key issues and concerns, and take on union leadership opportunities within the broader federation. Francia will tell us more with the help of our translator, Hasmin Rumbo. Can you tell us, in your experience in the domestic workers uh, movement and your life and in Nicaragua in particular, what are some of the ways that domestic workers are particularly vulnerable to mistreatment on the job? And what are some of the experiences that are common for domestic workers in the region? In Latin America, la probabilidad de, de vida de las mujeres trans. I just have to start by saying, when I'm telling you about my experience, that I am a trans woman in Latin America. And in Latin America, the life expectancy for a trans woman is 35 years of age. I'm 35 right now. So that means that I've reached the limit of what statistics say is the amount of time that a trans woman in Latin America is likely to live. I started working as a domestic worker at a young age. I was 17 
years old, and I had migrated to a totally different country. And that's one that had a strong history of machismo, a patriarchal society. And as a trans woman, and this is in 2005-2006, the word trans didn't even exist then as a term. And so that was even more discrimination that I was facing, especially because it wasn't my own country of origin. So you see, it was a double discrimination because of being trans and being from a different country. You can find the full interview with Ms. Blanco at solidaritycenter.org forward slash podcast. And that's it. International labor news you can use. You can find our features and daily newscasts at radiolabor.net. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.